0: Thank you for tuning in to Pulp Fliction.
1: I'm your host, Grant Grubbs. And Evan
0: Dearborn. Mm -hmm. This is a tasty burger. Welcome, everyone, to episode number five of Pulp Fliction. Uh, We thank you all for tuning in here, and... uh, we're just we're really excited for this episode here. We've got a uh, we've had a nice little nice little break from classes. We just got done with midterms. We're a little uh, we're, we're not as stressed out as we were last week. So uh, it's
1: a it's a good vibes type of episode,
0: Evan. That's right, that's right. And we uh, we're gonna be uh, bringing you guys a nice little uh, controversial discussion. But Grant, you want to tell us about what we're gonna get into today?
1: Yeah. So uh, for our main segment today, we're gonna be talking about our top. Overrated and underrated actors. So, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys will agree with some of it. Some of it you may want to kill us for, but uh, hopefully you'll hear us out on all of it. Um, but obviously, per usual, before we hop into our main segment of today's show, we're going to talk about what we watched this week, how we felt about it, and whether we'd recommend it to you guys. So, Evan, what did you watch this past week?
0: So, yes, I, I know this is horrible to admit, but... I did watch another M Night Shyamalan. Movie. <laughs> Evan, this is—I mean, this is. Do we need to talk to a therapist or something about this? This is this is so bad. I mean, I feel like I might have like Stockholm syndrome or something like that. <laughs> the 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 poor things that M Night has done to me. Yet I still I still just continue to watch his movies and support him. But I watched uh, I watched The Village, and I know a, a couple weeks ago I said I was going to watch it, but I fell back on the uh, on the Spooks a little bit. Not going to lie, I uh, went back home. Uh, and my mom and dad aren't necessarily the biggest fans of horror. When, when I say my mom and dad, I mean my dad.
1: That's, hey, that's
0: understandable. Yeah, Big Ken is not a big fan of the spooks. So I uh, fell back on it, and I was like, you know, I really want to watch The Village. I haven't yet. And it really wasn't that much of a spook as it was a romantic movie. My gosh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I have never seen The Village all the way throughout. I kind of know about the twist and stuff yeah. like that and kind of who's involved. But that's kind of what I've heard is it's not super scary. So would you recommend it to people out there who are kind of scared of scary movies? or?
0: Yeah, I would say it's one of those movies that you have to watch. It's not going to be for everybody, but I feel like you have to endure it uh, just because it's uh, very, it gets you thinking. And it has some great performances that you'll remember for a, uh, a very long time. I think it's Bryce Dallas Howard uh, is the uh, is okay. the lead actress in it, and she is incredible.
1: Is it Joaquin Phoenix the actor? Joaquin Phoenix is okay. the is
0: the actor, and oh my gosh, do they they absolutely uh, just have some great performances. And Adrian Adrian Brody is in the movie as well. Oh really? I didn't realize. Yeah, Adrian Brody has a very important part in it, and uh, I absolutely love it. It's it's got some great performances. The plot of it was kind of uh, kind of confusing at first, but I I enjoyed it. It wasn't necessarily the best spook I've ever seen. But, uh, it, but it for was for an M night film, for an M night film, it's up there. Okay, which is uh, it's. I mean, the the uh, bar is set very low. Yeah,
1: we're not we're not aiming for much here. We just anything that's like you know better than Jack and Jill, the Adam Sandler movie, we'll take it.
0: That's right, we'll take it. Yeah, so I'll uh I'll, I'll give it to M night. He impressed me with that film.
1: All right, um, did you watch anything else, or was that it for this?
0: I actually I watched a. Uh, it was so we're in November now, yeah. so the spooks are over with. Gosh, do I miss them?
1: <sighs> yeah, we so we we're still gonna have to watch some of the ones we missed out on in November, you yeah, know, just because they're essential movies, you know, yeah, but uh yeah, but tell me what you watched that was out of the spooky realm.
0: So I watched the uh, the the comedy Hall Pass with okay. Owen Wilson, Jason Sudeikis, Jenna Fisher, Christine Applegate. And it was a fun watch, yeah. you know, it was a typical Owen Wilson. He's uh, just a good guy, you know. He's just a, he's just it, a good soul. It's
1: hard to dislike Owen Wilson.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a great movie. It's got uh, it's got some really funny funny moments in it, and I really really enjoyed it. I was not expecting to be too thrilled with it, but it was it was a it was a good comedy, and it was much needed after the spooks that I've endured the past couple uh, past couple or the the past month.
1: Yeah, yeah, you've been uh, you've been stuck in that mm-hmm. scary world, so I'm glad you can finally get out a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's tough to make a great comedy we've talked about this before but it's uh especially like critically praised comedy it's tough but hey every once in a while you need a movie like hall pass that you can just sit back relax and enjoy
0: that's right that's right nothing that's gonna knock your socks off but you're gonna have a good time while doing it while Mm -hmm. watching it so sometimes
1: you'll just say wow
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh and listen wow
1: Okay, yeah, we're 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 gonna gonna stop with the uh, Owen Wilson impressions. Yeah, we apologize for that.
0: (laughs) But Grubbs, uh, why don't you end this torture and tell us what you watched this week.
1: Uh, So I watched two movies this past week. Um, (laughs) I watched actually last night, I'd seen a couple parts of it before because it was in a class I'd had here at school. But you know, per usual when it's a homework assignment, that's when you don't want to watch it. So, didn't really watch it all the way through. But last night, I watched a movie called Children of Men. Um, just, I mean, seriously, Evan, it, it, if we ever do this top ten again, it may be a contender. I've oh, got to watch it a few more times. Uh, really let it settle with me before I can make any big statements like that. But it it's an essential watch. Um, Children of Men is basically a sci-fi movie mixed with a drama mixed with a romance i mean it's really got it all for anybody um i i would feel very comfortable recommending it to any moviegoer
0: yeah you you spoke very highly of it i'll definitely have to tune in i've never heard of it before personally but it's it sounds like it's a good one and obviously if it's debatable top 10 for you i don't know it's
1: pretty good. It's real. It feels extremely realistic, even though it's about a little bit of a crazy topic. Um, if anybody wants to check it out, it's on Prime Video for free right now, and I would highly, highly recommend it. I don't think you'll be disappointed.
0: There you go.
1: Um, as far as the other movie I watched this week, uh, I actually watched on Halloween night, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Let's go So yeah this is as Evan would say Your mama and your daddy's Favorite or scariest movie I've heard plenty of tales from my parents About when they were teenagers Not being able to sleep after watching this thing And even though I can't say I was that far I mean Fred Krueger is a creepy fella I gotta say Yeah that ooze That ooze (laughs) I mean he's gonna get a cameo on Nickelodeon With all that green slime boy But uh, yeah Fred Krueger Creepy guy Uh, actually a really fun, like pretty solid plot to the movie. It's not just some dumb eighties slasher. Like it's, it's a legit good plot. And, uh, seriously, I think it's going to be a yearly watch now for me around Halloween time.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a girl boss movie. A little bit of a girl boss
1: movie. Yeah, and
0: yeah. we l- we love some girl boss movies here at Pulp Fiction. I'm <laughs> I'm a fan of it. But uh, would you agree with me in my hot hot take that I'd rather see it? You think that it'd be better if it was remade today, like it was completely erased from our minds, and we watched that movie for the first time today, 2021.
1: <sighs> I mean, l- we shouldn't get too much. I, I- I'd probably disagree but okay that's a conversation for another day
0: it is i'm sorry i just had to ask i just had to be validated for once
1: yeah well just keep waiting on that buddy <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh that's it for our little pre-show here but we're gonna hop over into our main segment of our most overrated and most underrated actors i hope you guys join us over there yeah we'll see you there All right, guys. We're now hopping into our main segment here. Um, as we mentioned, it's our most underrated and most overrated actors. Um, this was a this was a really tough one to decide on. Wouldn't you say? Of
0: yeah, it took me forever. It took me a couple of days to actually fi- figure out who I thought was overrated, who was underrated, or who was worth talking about. Because you know, there's a lot of uh, like a lot of popular and unpopular opinions out there. And, yeah. Like, some of these, like, you guys might already just agree with and be like, oh, okay, I didn't find that too controversial. But there might be a couple of y'all are like, oh, all right, what the heck is going on
1: here? Yeah, you know, and you also want to make it relatable, say, people that other people know. But, you know, maybe for the underrated, there will be a couple names, and that's part of it. Uh, but as far as it being so difficult to pick, me and Evan kind of decided, there needs to be a little bit of a criteria yeah, um, for us to choose, or else we would have been just sitting there staring at each other hopelessly for <laughs> – Maybe a week straight. As it so, was for uh, a little bit. We yeah. were just sitting there staring. It was, it was a real bonding moment. I, I don't know if either of us blinked for a while, but... Uh, it, it, was, it was rough. Yeah. Uh, but, so we kind of decided that it was less so, you know... These people may be in a bunch of good movies, but they're not revered as... Uh, it, it's more so about fans' choice as to whether they're overrated or underrated. Yeah. Are these people talked about... And loved by fans. And, um, yeah, so we'll just uh, get into it. Evan, do you want to start with underrated or overrated?
0: I think we should start out hot, and we should drop an overrated one. Okay. Here.
1: Let's. Uh, we'll alternate back and forth on overrated, Evan. You start us off.
0: So my first overrated one is uh, one that a lot of you guys might agree with, but it's uh, with Channing Tatum. Okay. And Channing Tatum, I'll go out and say it. Good-looking guy. <laughs>
1: hey, I'll do you one better. Great-looking guy.
0: <laughs> and he's he uh his good looks is the reason why he gets a lot of uh a lot of box office tickets.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's uh it it doesn't hurt. It mm-hmm. doesn't hurt.
0: And so, but my gosh, I mean, he's just not a good actor when it comes down to it. Like, have you guys like I knew it as soon as I saw his first movie was uh Coach Carter, and he was not good in that movie. <laughs> There was a reason why he wasn't one of the uh, one of the main characters in it, and it's because he just straight up was not good. And yeah, the man can dance. He's he, was, he uh, was all right in Step Up, but I think that was more of a how good can you dance, not necessarily how good is your acting skills.
1: Forget Step Up. Look at the dancing in Magic Mike, baby.
0: Yeah, that was definitely your mother's favorite movie. Oh,
1: I hope not. <laughs>
0: I hope not. Which uh, fun fact, I. Maybe I have a little animosity towards Channing Tatum because whenever I was younger and I was in middle school, mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was dating a girl Oh no! and she said that she loved Channing Tatum, especially from Magic Mike and being the jealous little middle schooler I was, I said, screw you Channing Tatum. Yeah, th-
1: this, this seems like there may be some bias creeping into this, Evan.
0: I, I, I swore off Channing Tatum for a <laughs> long time, but you know, I, I got over it, you know, yeah. and but, uh. I kept watching his movies, and if you guys have seen Dear John, guys, I am I feel so, sorry. <laughs> we're, so
1: sorry. we're sorry. We yeah. want to put out a public apology.
0: I mean, Amanda Seyfried, she used to probably uh, – I mean, she probably hates Channing Tatum for ruining really <laughs> that movie for her. Because she did, she did a great job, but Channing Tatum, like, just has really no emotion. He's just kind of just there. And he's like, yeah, I'm a good-looking guy here on the screen, and you guys are watching this. Get Ye- wrecked.
1: Yeah, I mean – Listen, the truth is he's definitely um, not consistent. That's what I'd say more than anything, because he's got movies that are just not very good, like Dear John, like She's the Man, like White House Down, just these throwaway films. Um, But then he's also got stuff like a uh, fox catcher where he plays a tough tough wrestler and mm-hmm. i mean seriously i think that movie got oscar buzz and he put on one heck of a performance um so he he can come out in spurts but for the amount of love he gets and the amount of bad performances he's had mm-hmm. i i'd agree with you
0: yeah every movie that he's in he's the he's the main character he's the he's the uh the lead actor and i just don't think that he should be that in that type of role.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: So, grabs, let me know how you feel while i cool down after my hatred for uh, Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You just uh you go grab some ice and i'll take over here. <laughs> All right. So, uh coming in for my uh, most overrated actor is Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson. Mm. Let, me, mm. let me let me say something here, people. I I don't care how much drive I don't care how much power he has. He's not staying hungry, and he's not devouring nothing. All right? This guy's trash. Uh, okay, in all reality, The Rock's not trash. He, he's an entertaining superstar. I mean, that's what he is. But he's not some great actor that, like... I mean, he plays the same role in every movie. He, yeah. he, he just plays Dwayne The Rock Johnson, basically. Exactly. Um, does it work? Sure. But should he be one of the highest earning actors in the film industry today? Absolutely not. I mean, you, you got actors like Daniel Day-Lewis out here, literally the <laughs> Vincent gosh. van Goghs of our time, and we're giving the money to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So I think something about that just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know, speak, speak some sense or just talk to me here.
0: Yeah, like you got movies, like they put him in the Fast and Furious just because he's a bigger version of Vin Diesel.
1: And don't let Vin Diesel hear you saying that, or <laughs> there there may be some serious issues.
0: It's just and like Central Intelligence. I feel like he he's just the he's, Rock. He's the Rock. Uh, San Andreas. The I rock. mean, <laughs> it's just it's just so frustrating that he just he's the exact same person yet people keep keep, keep buying tickets yeah. to watch these these movies.
1: And and there's guys like you know. Dave Batista, who's also a former WWE star, but he's finding these serious, intense roles in movies like Dune, Dune. like these masterpieces. Yes. I mean, I would love to see The Rock go for a serious role, but I I truly just don't think he has any interest in doing so.
0: Yeah. I think he he really enjoys just being himself. And you know what? That's okay. The man's doing what he he loves to do. He's making money. Why would he switch anything up? But I will say, him and uh, Moana is a nice – that is good. Nice, nice break. That's good. But uh, I
1: mean, could he have a more fitting role?
0: No, yeah, yeah that's very <laughs> true. He literally plays just a demigod. He
1: might as well play a freaking professional wrestler. So honestly, though, yeah.
0: and even like like Jason Momoa, like he kind of is taking along that same role. He's a big strong man that's uh, play like uh, just plays big strong dudes in movies. <laughs> yeah, but Jason Momoa adds something to the movie. Like he- also in Dune. Mm-hmm. It's just, he, he's a, he's an integral part of the movie.
1: Yeah. He's got depth and the rock just seems surface level, you know? Yeah. And yet he's outperforming all of them.
0: Yeah. I just, you know, maybe, uh, I just wish that, uh, I hope that John Cena isn't turned into the rock <laughs> just because I, I've, I love John Cena so much.
1: He, he's trying out as a individual superhero movie there, but, um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah, well, for, if, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I know you're a big Pulp Fiction listener, <laughs> so we challenge you. You know, step up your game, man. Take a role outside of your uh, comfort zone.
0: Yeah, we want to see you succeed. Yeah. All right, uh, Mr. Dwayne, you know we we want to see you Mr. go out. Mr. Dwayne, we want to see you go out and uh, and just have a have an absolute banger of a film. Yeah, you know, we're not praying on your downfall over here.
1: No, no, no. You're not our Ryan Reynolds.
0: Yeah, we are praying on his downfall.
1: <laughs> we are. All right, Ev, what is your next most overrated actor?
0: My next overrated actor is uh, the man named George Clooney.
1: George, a Kentucky native. A
0: Kentucky native. I hate to be doing this to my guy. You know, he's from the near Northern Kentucky area. He's from uh, Bracken County, so I can't say that he's in Northern Kentucky.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, He doesn't belong with us. Yeah,
0: but, like, and I also must say, the Ocean's Trilogy is absolutely incredible. Yeah,
1: great films.
0: And uh, he does a really, really good job in them. And Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? One of my favorite comedies of all time. It's just one that I think everyone should watch.
1: Yeah, once again, we're saying with Overrated, it's not necessarily they don't have these great performances, but we you know, think they might get a little bit too much credit for what they have done.
0: Yeah, and like I think the fact that he won like like World Sexiest Man like what twenty five years in a row or yeah, some crap like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's the reason why people are going out and watching him. Like if you guys saw him in as Batman, <laughs> <laughs> he was the worst gosh dang Batman there was.
1: It, it was not his role.
0: Yeah, and he just he goes out and he 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 also seems like he's trying to be the same like just like care uh, charismatic. Good-looking man in every single movie.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm seeing a pattern here with a lot of these overrated actors. It's playing the same character and being good-looking and getting roles they probably don't deserve.
0: Yeah, and I think the I think George tried to in the movie The Descendants that came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. Like that movie had all the potential in the world. It's absolutely the uh, the plot behind it is absolutely uh, thrilling, but uh, it's just. He did not step up, and the, the movie just f- absolutely flopped. You can tell by the uh, by the Rotten Tomatoes. as I'm, It's literally a 3.6 out of 5. It's 7.3 out on, on IMDb. But who actually listens to IMDb? <laughs> yeah. And it's just – I think he uh, just really misses the mark on movies that he is trying to step out of his comfort zone in.
1: Yeah, I think he's another guy where a lot of times – for him to have those breakout performances, the roles kind of have to be just perfect for him. And, yeah. And, um, you know, you to be one of the greats, which a lot of people try and include him up there, and that's the reason he's overrated, is you have to be able to adapt and mold to whatever role you're given. I mean, that's the point of being a great actor. And mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't always proven he can do that.
0: Yeah. And you even got, like, the movie Money Monster, which I just completely forgot about until I was looking at his filmography. He's just playing George Clooney in that, movie. <laughs> and yet he's uh, a
1: scary version of George Clooney. Bit. Yeah,
0: he just doesn't, uh, just doesn't even hit the mark in my, in my opinion. He just does not, uh, does not just thrill me to go out and watch a George Clooney movie huh. unless it's The Ocean Trilogy. That's fair. But. Yeah, enough of George Clooney. I'm getting a little upset here. Let me let me hear another one of your overrated here, Grant.
1: Well, the uh, trend's going to continue here with good-looking people getting <laughs> too many roles because I'm coming in hot with uh, an emphasis on the hot, I must say, Megan Fox. My gosh. I mean, listen, I, I said to Evan, I normally would feel bad just, you know, why, why just talk bad about an actress but after this whole thing with machine gun kelly you know the embarrassing (laughs) quotes on gq like i'm i'm tearing this woman apart
0: you smell like weed yeah i I am am weed
1: weed. (laughs) you know it's it's some stuff you'd see high schoolers making out at the vending machine saying and it's truly cringeworthy yeah so uh megan fox yeah i mean she is (sighs) She's had some, like, a cult classic, like Jennifer's Body. Like, a lot of people love that movie for Halloween and think she was um, underrated. And I think she does an okay job in that. But a lot of her job in that is to just be hot. And, I mean, I I think some of it may be the director's fault in Hollywood who are just simply casting her to play that role. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe she does have more. And her most recent film actually got some good reviews, but... She's shown uh, more often than not that she uh, is just there, pretty much for eye candy purposes.
0: Yeah, the the uh, director in that movie really tried to portray like the sexiness of Megan Fox, which really doesn't sit well with me, and didn't sit well with a lot of the viewers. Uh, the premise behind it was a, was pretty good, but like even in like uh, like Transformers, she tried to like elevate. They tried to elevate her character arc. And I just don't think that her acting chops were, were up for it.
1: Yeah. She, I, I, no one was really buying the Megan Fox journey in Transformers. I mean, it, it's just the way it is. Um, like I said, her most recent movie, Till Death, actually got some solid reviews. And I I mean, in 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, like that's, Dear Barbara. that's quite high for Rotten Tomatoes, guys. But um, so... I hope she's on the upswing and she gets some of these roles and like I said, it may not all be her fault. but Megan Fox in the past has more so been an object in movies than a character that you can really get behind unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I, I hate that, but that's the way that Hollywood is. I really wish that they like she'd get more roles until death. But you know personally, what I think is if she stays in that relationship with MGK, you know you're a product of the environment you're in and mgk makes some very mid <laughs> mid music
1: yeah yeah she's uh She's gonna be a mid artist if she stays with him. So yeah. I
0: hate to say it, and Megan, I hope that you are here listening to me. If you have <laughs> any more questions or anything, feel free to comment. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and we can we can help each other out I, there. I
1: tell you what, Evan Dearborn, that that's not a mid artist right there, right? He's putting out <laughs> high quality content here on Pulp Fiction, baby. Yeah. It's just a
0: just just food for thought there.
1: Yeah, yeah, food for thought. All right, Evan. Who is your third and final overrated actor?
0: Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm kind of nervous to say this one. Uh, it's uh, just,
1: just let it rip. Rip it off like a Band-Aid.
0: All right. It's the Oscar and Academy Queen Meryl Streep.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, all right, guys. I'm going to go ahead and head out. Evan, this, this is all you.
0: And, guys, listen. Hear me out. How many movies have you watched and that are in your top ten films? How many movies is uh, Meryl Streep in of those? Zero. Exactly, but somehow she's always just, whenever you watch the Oscars or the, the Academy Awards, they're always like, oh, Meryl Streep, the queen, the queen of, of film, and you're like, what, I think she just gets nominated because she just, she plays to the Oscars so well in the characters that she has, like, I will say, I do love me some musicals, I do love me some Mamma Mia. <sighs>
1: And some La, La Land. And some La La Land. That's <laughs> dang right, brother. But yeah, we might we might wanna, not want to bring that up. We'll be stuck here a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, we definitely would be. But she just, it seems to me like she just gets put into these roles where all they're looking for is to get a nomination uh, at a, an award show later on down the road. And I think one of my favorite films that she's ever been in is uh, Julie and Julia. I really love that movie, not going to lie. But it's just not something that I'm going to say is, like, the greatest, one of the greatest performances I've seen of all time. And she just – she she's a good actress, but she is not the queen of film, I'd say.
1: No. Yeah. And, Evan, I think you put up a fantastic argument there. I think a lot of people who especially aren't crazy film buffs, they 100% agree. They're like yeah. – who's this Meryl Streep girl getting up on the stage and accepting Best Actress seemingly every single year? You know, a lot of um, the Oscar uh, hype and stuff and awards comes from playing the field right. And Meryl Streep, I mean, she's the Michael Jordan of playing the field right. (laughs) She's out there doing dunks from the free throw line every single year. Um, You know, movies like The Color Purple, Kramer vs. Kramer. But, like, a pure example of just Oscar baiting. Uh, is the movie that came out a couple years ago now. Well, we're getting old. 2017, so four years ago. Dear Barbara. The Post. Mm. Um, Her and Tom Hanks. I mean, the movie, the, I, there's not been a more just Oscar-baity movie than The Post. Yeah. you got a couple great actors, pretty solid script. I mean, it, there's nothing solid about it. I thought it was a really good movie. I'm a journalist major. Mm-hmm. But it's not, you know, groundbreaking, Oscar-deserving I just think sometimes maybe I'd love to see her step out um, just and just go for it, which obviously she has. I mean, she is one of the greatest actresses of all time. Mm. But, uh, like you said, I think she just goes for some roles that she knows will earn her awards.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you know what? I'm all for it. You know, she plays in a lot of girl boss movies. Yeah. And, like I'll say, and I will continue to say – I will never stop saying it. I'm all for the girl boss (laughs) movie. But she just... The fact that she is always up for nomination, I'm just like, what is going on here? Yeah.
1: It's almost seemed like the Academy's just become like, all right, well, we got to throw Meryl in there. It's
0: like a spot is reserved for her
1: or something. Right. And, uh, you know, make make her work for it, Academy. Yeah. Don't just let her play some boring role that obviously she's great in, but...
0: You know do do something a little special exactly so enough about that let me hear let me hear your last overrated actor so my or last actress.
1: overrated it's an actor Um, sorry to all you teenage women out there I know well you're probably our age now we grew up with him. but my last overrated actor is Zac Efron Uh, the teenage heartthrob of the 21st century uh, I think a great guy from all I can tell in interviews and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, he's he's just not a fantastic actor. Yeah. He, he's obviously grew to fame through High School Musical. Uh, but since then, he's done some rougher movies such as, I don't know, Charlie St. Cloud. <laughs> just just not good stuff. And he is, an, I mean, both examples. He's a beautiful man. That yeah. gets roles he probably doesn't deserve, and uh, yeah, that, that, that's really what I have to say. What do you think of
0: uh, listen, this one hurts for me to agree with because, as most of you guys listen to know, I am one of the biggest high school musical uh <laughs> nerds there is, yeah, and I love me some Troy Bolton. You know, I've always wanted to be Troy Bolton, Tr- Troy Bolton, going growing up. I was in my junior class play, I played basketball. I was like, I...
1: I Evan was chanting wildcats to himself just <laughs> alone on the court every night. Whenever I, shots.
0: whenever I was praying, uh, not praying, but whenever I was playing, <laughs> I was preparing myself for each game. It was just get your head in the game the entire time. <laughs> yeah. That was. Yeah. Some
1: people's hype music is Meek Mill, Eminem. No. Evan no. listens to Zach Efron. Zach
0: Efron, High School Musical, all the soundtracks. That's right. But he just he is a beautiful man and he that's the reason why i got casted in movies like baywatch and uh there's that one dj movie that i cannot think of right now but it was super hyped up and everyone hated it it was just was not good zach efron uh you are a great looking dude and a great guy from what it seems and you killed it as ted bundy i will say that
1: Yeah, i, I mean i respect him he tries like some stuff obviously yeah. he stays but like Uh, and I think he's right there. It's just keep trying, man, and I think you can get there, but right now people love you a little too much for the performances you've put up.
0: Yeah, and that's because whenever they think of Zac Efron, they immediately go back to the teenage heartthrob days and, like, 17 again, the high school musicals. That's what they think of.
1: It's nostalgia. We've all been there, and I can't blame anybody who, you know, falls victim to that.
0: Right, but I don't know. He, I do do hope that he ends up uh, figuring out his – uh, a character for him to play.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, now that we got through our overrated actors and we survived through that, let's uh, let's recommend some fans, some underrated actors to be on the lookout for rising up through the Hollywood ranks. Uh, Evan, who would be your first underrated actor?
0: So yeah, this one is, uh, he's a really young actor and some of you guys might recognize him from the Naked Brothers Band back on Nickelodeon uh, way back when we were like six, seven, eight years old. And that's Alex Wolf, And he you guys might recognize him as the kid from uh, Hereditary. And yeah, a
1: little, a little bit of a difference between those
0: two yeah. uh, productions. <laughs> my gosh. Hereditary, he's in the M. Night movie Old and My Friend Dahmer. And he absolutely brings it every single time. Hereditary, he probably brings one of the best performances I've ever seen from someone under the age of 30 years old. And he just... Every time I watch him, I'm just totally encapsulated because he just brings so much raw emotion to the to the screen, and I just it, it's such an enjoyable watch. And uh, my friend Dahmer, which I thought was a uh, excuse me, <coughs> which I thought was a what is that? I have we'll pause this real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think it was a video that popped up while I was research looking up <laughs> Alex Wolf stuff.
0: For real. Yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. No, I was I was like, I thought that someone was playing it out loud there. <laughs> All right. Let's see. <clears throat> where was I at? All right, yeah. I remember now. But yeah, and Alex in movies like My Friend Dahmer, where he plays the guy that wrote the book. I mean, you he portrays that kind of like, I know that I shouldn't be hanging out with this guy and I shouldn't be making fun of him but i think that he needs us more than we need him and the way that he goes about that you can see his characters start to go out uh and have that those internal thoughts is just absolutely beautiful i just love watching this guy on the screen
1: yeah you know a lot of these actors the key for them is just being dedicated um especially this early on and alex wolf is the definition of dedication uh on the movie hereditary He actually, I mean, there's the famous scene where he slams his face into the desk repeatedly and just terrifying. But what a lot of people don't realize is that was real. He wanted to, uh, you know, he told the director, Ari Aster, he wanted to break his nose on the desk. And in real life, the director obviously is like, this kid's crazy. That's absolutely not happening. Uh, You don't need to do that. But Alex... uh, Stepped up, and even though he had a foam desk, only the top half of it was foam. So when he really was going all out, slamming his face on the desk, he broke his jaw in that scene.
0: Dear and
1: you know, played through it. So I mean, you know, we got we got Marines, <laughs> NFL players, and then we got Alex Wolf <laughs> out here. I mean, this man's grinding uh, for a low budget horror film. Uh so yeah, I think Alex Wolf is well on his way to becoming a star and I think he deserves it.
0: Yeah, and also you have that scene that I think really hits home for a lot of people in Hereditary when they're sitting at the dinner table and this is right after the uh I mean this is a little bit of a spoiler, but I think most people know, uh like right after the, the daughter passes away. And uh they he says uh him and it's Tony Collette just screaming at one another and uh Tony Collette saying, like, you never take responsibility for anything and he portrays that rebellious teenage kid just so perfectly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can really just coincide with that and they just say like they really feel like they're actually like witnessing a real argument and yeah. it's just absolutely beautiful.
1: He does a great job of playing like A believable teen, or 20-year-old. He he looks like us, and he feels like us. And uh, that's key, especially for an up-and-coming actor.
0: Yeah, for real. So if you guys – I recommend that you guys watch Hereditary – and uh, My Friend Dahmer. Not necessarily old. I don't want to put you guys through that. But those, <laughs> don't, those want,
1: don't want to put them on an M. Night uh, everlasting hell path like yourself.
0: Like I've done to myself. I did it so you guys didn't have to. Exactly. So, yeah, those are two great movies there. But, uh, Grant, let me hear your first underrated actor or actress you've got going on so
1: here. So, my first underrated actor is Riz Ahmed. Um, even though a bunch of you may not know the name, I think you're going to here very soon. Um, Riz Ahmed... Uh, kind of got popular he, he plays a lot of side characters Along big stars and big movies um, The movie Nightcrawler With Jake Gyllenhaal He played the terrified employee uh, That Eventually gets done in by Gyllenhaal In the film um, But really just played a Careless teenager that Just wants a job uh, To perfection uh, He was in the movie Rogue One He's the villain in the movie Venom And um, All these movies, he kind of gets stuck in these roles that aren't necessarily, you know, Oscar-worthy roles, but he he gives it his all. But he really broke out in the 2019 film Sound of Metal. Um, It's an Amazon Prime movie, and I remember watching this film and being floored by it the first time I watched it. Uh, Ahmed plays a rock, heavy rock drummer who uh, is going deaf. And internalizing that issue and dealing with it, and good lord, I mean the man plays it to perfection.
0: Yeah, I uh, am not too familiar with uh, Rees, but he uh, in Nightcrawler it's one of those movies that I absolutely adore. It made me uh, made me start to love Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, he played that like terrified, kind of annoying. Uh, employee that yeah. get, kind of gets in the way the
1: employee we can all relate to it some job we don't really want to have
0: yeah and oh my gosh the at the end whenever they're just staring at one another no, dude
1: it's it's bone chilling
0: yeah he absolutely brings it in that and you can like you watch that and you're like all right this guy's gonna make it one day but he's he's putting on he's dealing with these supporting actor roles and I think eventually he's gonna make his way onto a one of those lead actors in a in a blockbuster movie.
1: Yeah, I think it's coming very soon. I think he deserves it. Uh, personally, I think he got screwed a little bit out of not winning the best actor um, for sound of metal. I think it's one of the best performances of the 21st century. and if you haven't seen it, I highly 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 recommend you to check it out. It's on prime video, like I said for free. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Sound of Metal, Riz Ahmed, you're the man. All right, Evan, who's your next underrated actor?
0: So my next one that I've got is one that we all love. And this is uh, – this is I think we just got to look at him in a different light okay. the, whenever we talk I'll, about I'll him. I'll figure it out. It is Steve Carell. Okay. All Steve. right. Steve. Steve Carell, Michael from The Office, synonymous with one another. <laughs> yeah. But – I mean, the guy has substance to what he uh, what he brings to the to the table. Yeah, I mean, he absolutely. I think one of my favorite films that I uh, watched of him, where I was like, "All right, he is kind of he's low key nice with it," was uh, was The Big Short, and he is completely different from Michael of the Office. He's this kind of just uh, he's this broker that is super uh, like high strung he's uh, addicted to to painkillers and he uh ends up like falling for it uh during the 2008 uh, housing crisis mm-hmm. and he just absolutely brings it to that movie yeah i love watching him in it and then crazy stupid love with uh my, our man our man ryan gosling yes sir he he was amazing in the movie he was funny he was relatable He was just so much fun to watch in that movie. And he just has so many performances where I'm like, he did a good job. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Steve Carell in it where I'm like, all right, you kind of missed the mark there a little bit. Yeah, He he absolutely brings it. He's not just Michael from The Office.
1: He is wildly versatile, and people don't give him credit for it. I mean, you mentioned Crazy Stupid Love, but even in the movie, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, he plays like – i mean that movie is seriously special it's one of those comedies that does hit critically and with the normal audience because while he's dumb and funny he also has this sensitive spot that uh he portrays extremely well um along with that he has other crazy deep films um even deeper than i mean the big short is a little bit different but like the movie I mentioned earlier, Foxcatcher, where mm-hmm. he completely transforms himself, doesn't even look like him when he plays a wrestling coach for Channing Tatum. Uh, likewise with Beautiful Boy with Tim- she- Timothy Ch- Timothy Timothy Chalamet. There you go. He's got that uh you know that, uh, <laughs> that, that French sauce on the name, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Beautiful Boy, just another amazing, amazing performance. So I-, I would say Steve Carell is one of the most underrated actors of his generation yeah I, i'd be willing to go that far
0: and it's it's so easy for us to just love him as as Michael from the office because it's probably one of the best tv shows to ever exist yeah
1: i mean i i couldn't blame anybody if that's all they did recognize yeah. him for
0: he's it's one of the best characters ever written but like especially in beautiful boy i mean the man has substance to him he absolutely i mean he, you can tell that he is dedicated to what he does he doesn't want to just be this one hit wonder and he's going to continue to have these roles just because he plays them so well He's so dedicated to his craft and being able to transform himself into these characters like in Foxcatcher
1: Yeah, um, I love the guy. I love what he's doing and I hope to see him do another serious role here soon
0: Yeah, so with that, uh grant. Well, uh, what's another underrated? Uh, underrated actor actress you got
1: Evan, uh, my number two is a little bit similar to yours, a little bit of a popular character, but I think people forget just how good he is in serious roles. And for me, it's Jim Carrey. Um, Mm. Jim Carrey, I think, has two of the best roles. I mean, specifically one in Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind, but the other one's Truman Show. Uh, I think those are seriously two of the best performances of recent memory. Um, specifically in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. He plays this down-and-out depressed guy so bad, and it's so believable. Um, You know, you're used to seeing Jim Carrey contort his face into all these weird uh, looks, but he can do the exact same thing with, you know, sadness, and it's riveting. It's hard to take your eyes off of.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jim Carrey's one of those guys, like, uh, I think a lot of people think of him as Ace Ventura.
1: Yeah, yeah, talking with his butt cheeks, you know, <laughs> the crazy hair.
0: Or if you're like me and you were scarred at a young age from the movie The Mask, <laughs> yeah, that's where you think of him every, as. Every
1: 2,000 kids' worst
0: oh nightmare. Oh, my gosh. And my, my great aunt, she'd always, my great aunt Kate, she'd always make me watch that movie. Yeah. And I was like, I hate this movie, Aunt Kay. What are you doing It's here? a
1: torture chamber.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, uh, the I haven't seen The Truman Show. I can't speak on that sadness. But Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is it's a beautiful film, but I don't see any other actor being able to do what he did in that movie just because he really just like you see that that type of depression that he has and you're like this just is it's it's so believable it's it's absolutely beautiful uh beautiful film there
1: yeah it's special and jim carrey's story if you all know anything about it he came from wildly humble beginnings i mean literally as a teenager was basically homeless living in a car with his family and cleaning schools as a janitor at night to make money for his family so i mean the guy knows sadness he knows the highs he knows the lows um Jim Carrey, I think, deserves a lot of respect, and even though he's gone a little bit off the crazy end, it seems lately, <laughs> I hope he gets another chance at a role like that here soon. Because I'm always uh, willing to buy the ticket if he is.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. He's a, he's a good one, and I I really wish I hope that he kind of sticks that the uh, more serious role there. Yeah,
1: Evan, who's your uh, third most underrated actor?
0: So I've got a another one. It's kind of similar to uh, Steve Carell but people don't talk about him enough as being one of the best that uh one of the best in the game right now and that's uh Jason Bateman.
1: Jason.
0: And he is I mean he's just a, a sweetheart man just yeah. look at him. He, he,
1: he is one of the most likable like protagonist in the film industry.
0: Yeah. And like that uh like that likable like the, in the movie The Gift you have uh I think the director i I'm, I'm blanking on the director right now but he perfectly Set like he knew what he was doing during that casting. He said I'm gonna take Jason Bateman one of the like the funniest guys in uh, in film right now and I'm gonna say all right people are supposed to like him just as you do with anybody else like you see Channing Tatum You're like all right hot guy. That's (laughs) gonna uh, fall in love with somebody during this movie precisely and uh, He just completely flips it as the movie goes on you have this this character arc kind of spins around itself and you have this new idea of who he is at the end of the movie, and it leaves you just absolutely, uh, absolutely uh, just floored, as the the director was was intending. And The Gift is one of those the more underrated movies I've ever seen, just yeah. because of his performance. I, in I that.
1: agree. I think it's one of the better thrillers of the 21st century. I think not even close to enough people have seen it, and the ending is Chef's kiss yes. perfection. But, uh, yeah, Jason Bateman, just a super likable guy. Great, like, I mean, you don't see it as often anymore, but just a great, like, every man, you know, um, that can really fit those roles. And he's not only great in movies, but he's starting to get his credit in TV shows. Mm -hmm. I mean, he made... Great, great show in Arrested Development. Oh my gosh! Yes, um, I you've watched it, right? Uh, yes, I it's haven't. So, slept so on. you you can talk about it a little bit more. But um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people love Arrested Development. I think it's an underrated great show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now you know he's going crazy with
0: Ozark. Oh and my people gosh! Yes, are
1: really starting to give him some love for that. So I'm happy to see Jason Bateman finally getting some of the love he's deserved.
0: Yeah, in Arrested Development he uh the the comedic timing is just absolutely perfect he plays michael blue as he is the voice of reason for this delusional family that has money but they really don't it's it's absolutely incredible it's such a funny show and you got michael Sarah in it michael Sarah, i love so much and uh it's just it's absolutely beautiful and then you have uh like the, the man's got versatility but he also like he just has fun with whatever he does. I watched a uh, him talking throughout his career on, I, fr- I think it's Vanity Fair. It was a YouTube video. And he seemed like he's enjoyed every single role he's been in, and he's never t- taken it for granted.
1: Yeah, he, he seems like a normal guy, mm-hmm. um, which I think is why he plays that everyman role so well is because he is kind of just your typical American dude.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, one movie that I think everyone needs to watch just because it's a great movie all around, it's funny, it's got an incredible plot and an incredible twist is uh, Game Night. Oh, my God.
1: I was going to recommend Game yeah. Night before we ended this little segment on Jason because, I mean, it it is an amazing comedy.
0: It it, it truly is. And you've got uh, Landry Clark from Friday Night Lights. I hate to say this.
1: Gosh dang it. Why, why every show do you include Friday Night Lights in here somehow? Listen. That we're going to have to have like a Friday Night Lights jar where you put a penny in it every single time you say it.
0: Hey, I'd be more than willing to because I simply do not care.
1: <laughs> well, well worth the price.
0: Yes. And I think uh, it's got one of the funniest scenes that I've ever witnessed whenever they get back from the grocery store. And uh, Landry, I'm going to continue calling him that, uh, Landry Clark from Friday Night Lights. He says, I don't see how that's profitable for the frito Lake company. <laughs> it's absolutely, it's just masterful, great writing, great directing, yeah. incredible plot. You guys need to watch some game night because it's 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 something that you and your entire family can watch. You can do a little date night type deal like the, the like they're doing in the movie. Yeah, it's 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 just a, a great movie and it's highly uh, rated on my letterbox If you guys can go and uh, and see that,
1: yeah, it's a movie anybody can watch, and um, you should definitely check it out if you haven't seen it already.
0: So yeah, that's enough about uh, Jason Bateman, who I think just needs a little bit more love in Hollywood right now. Uh, Grant, give me the final underrated actor actress that we've got here.
1: The Final underrated actress is my man, up and coming Lakeith Stanfield Mm. so Lakeith Stanfield um, has recently started to get a little bit more like Academy recognized roles such as uh, his role in Judas and the Black Messiah and um, but he's kind of been in these really good roles and just not been noticed he was in a really great movie in 2018 that's just A weird crazy movie called sorry to bother you Mm -hmm. uh he's been on the show atlanta which has received a ton of recognition um he he's in the movie knives out uncut gems uh even straight out of compton so i mean this guy's quietly been working his way through the ranks of hollywood and uh, I think it's time we finally give him the recognition he deserves.
0: Yeah, and I think I think we're starting to get there with because uh, he had a huge role in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. It was a beautiful movie, and a beautiful message to it. Uh, but like in Knives Out, he portrayed the uh, the I think was he FBI. He was,
1: he was like yeah, the cop. Yeah, kind of funny. Like I mean, it's cool because you know Judas and the Black Messiah. That's a crazy intense role. Yeah, and then you've got. Atlanta and Knives Out, where he can do comedy. So obviously he's a diverse actor as well.
0: Yeah, and then even in like I don't think you mentioned it uh, in Uncut Gems, he uh, just he will take any role because he thinks that he can portray it perfectly, and he knows what type of actor he is. But I don't think he's given himself enough credit. No, he needs to be up there as as the lead actor in a movie in a blockbuster film that you and your family are excited to go go and watch. He's he's absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah, I think Lakeith Stanfield could easily become one of those next, you know. Some of these guys are starting to get old. These Tom Cruises, these Tom Hanks, um, you know, Denzel Washingtons that were always these lead men throughout mm-hmm. the years. And uh, there's a new age coming with guys like Timothy Jalame, Adam Driver. I think Lakeith Stanfield could be right there with them. Um, and I think he deserves to be. He's a fantastic actor and pretty much has killed every role he's been in.
0: Yeah, I, I I need to see more more LaKeith just because especially in and sorry to bother you. It's it's a very weird uh very weird film, but he he has a lot of fun with it and you can tell. And I I love being able to watch a uh, watch a film or a TV show and see actors that are enjoying what they're doing. That just makes it much more enjoyable for everyone else.
1: Yeah. He's a he's a fun guy to watch. All right, guys. Well, those are our most underrated and most overrated actors. Um I'm sure some you agreed on, but more than likely, a lot more you didn't. So uh, per usual, we'd love to hear from you guys. You can talk to us on our TikTok, you know, whatever you want. Um, reach out to us, our letterbox. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about those a little bit more and much more in our after show. So stick with us and uh, we're going to head on over.
0: Yeah, see y'all there.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Perfect.
0: We couldn't have planned this
1: better. All right. Thank you guys for joining us in our after show here. I hope you guys enjoyed the main segment. Um, Per usual, we're going to talk about uh, what we're going to be watching this upcoming week, what some of our recommendations are to you guys and all that fun stuff. So, uh, Evan, um, why don't you kick us off with uh, maybe what you'll be watching, if you have anything and what you recommend for them to watch.
0: So, yeah, as I was just uh, talking about Jason Bateman and the movie Game Night, I was like, you know what? I need to rewatch it. <laughs> okay. I've only seen it once. I watched it with my folks uh, a while ago, but I really, really want to go watch it again. Just because I feel like it's going to be uh, really good the second time around too. I think it's got good rewatchability. And then also, what I'm going to try to watch is uh, Shutter Island by uh, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, and I don't necessarily remember every single bit of it. So I feel like going back and watching it is going to help. To uh, it's going to help realize why i loved it in the first place
1: hey that's a movie if you forget something you might uh be satisfied with the ending quite again because that is a crazy wild movie. if you guys are fans of plot twists check out shutter island on netflix
0: yeah for sure so uh grubs where you gonna be watching this week
1: uh this week well you know yeah I, i was gonna say something but you got me sitting here thinking of stuff that i haven't seen before Uh, I know right now there's a movie by the director Terrence Malick on Hulu called The Thin Red Line. It's a war movie. Um, Watching Children of Men just kind of got me thinking about that sort of thing. But I've been wanting to check that one out. It's a little lengthy, but it looks really great. I know it's revered by a lot of people. So I think I might check that out. Um, And then another war movie that I have seen most of this. um, But I kind of want to check it again because I'm trying to go through Kubrick's filmography a little bit. Uh, is Full Metal Jacket, which just got put on HBO Max. So, uh, yeah, I think that's probably going to be my other one I check out, and I'm excited to get into it.
0: Yeah, there should, should be some good ones. I think I've seen bits and pieces of Full Metal Jacket, and I see, like, on Film Talk all yeah, the time. Yeah, Everyone loves some film, Full Metal Jacket. So.
1: It's a uh, special movie, and Kubrick, you know he, know, he knows how to make a crazy one that just never leaves your memory. So I'm excited to rewatch it.
0: Yeah, my boy's nice with it.
1: <laughs> yeah you, you could say that <laughs> yeah yeah what most people think is the greatest director of all time you can say he's nice with it
0: so if you guys uh if you guys want to learn more about uh about what we think of these movies as uh and more so in real time you can uh follow us uh, follow us on letterbox you can follow me on letterbox at the evan d t-h-e-e-v-a-n-d-e-e and that's my letterbox. Grubs, what's yours?
1: Yeah, and you guys can follow me at grubbsy thirty three G R U B B S Y thirty three. No space, no cap, but uh, no cap indeed on these fire films over mm. on my letterbox. You know what I am saying? Mm. Don't make me break out a freestyle here, Evan. I heard that, brother. But uh, yeah, and then also check us out at a uh, Pulp Fiction one on TikTok, uh once again no space no caps but uh if you guys want to check out the highlights from our most recent episode go right over there and we'll hook you guys up um i hope you guys enjoyed it uh you know let us know what topics you want to talk about uh what you want to hear us talk about and uh we'll try to do it for you we're having fun here Mm -hmm. all right guys well if you need anything from us
0: make sure you give us a holler
1: that's right Uh, We'll see you guys next time, and uh, thanks for tuning in.
0: See y'all.